0: James K. is here. We are full of breaking news, whether we're talking about the Chicago sky or there's a country to the north called Canada. That's probably not breaking news. Locked on Women's Basketball starts now. Ogumba wall for the win.
1: You are Locked on Women's Basketball, your daily podcast on women's basketball.
0: Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Women's Basketball. I'm your host, Howard Meddahl. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. We cover the world of women's basketball six days a week on the podcast. Make sure you subscribe at YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Obviously, it's more than just me. It is the entire incredible team over at The Next, next thenextsoups.com. You can subscribe for $9 a month, $72 a year sign up for our free emails, check out what we're doing, which is over a hundred reported pieces every single month uh, across the women's basketball universe. And perhaps no greater example of across the women's basketball universe than what James K is doing of sky podcast of clutch points of so many other places. And of course, Chicago sky beat reporter for the next, but had something. And again, you know, I'm not saying you must credit the next when you mention that you know what Canada is, but it is worth noting that James (laughs) has a story about a WNBA game in Canada. So James, take me through just what it was like hearing about this from Kathy Engelbart, who I know you had a chance to talk to all about it throughout the segment. We're just going to talk about the impact of the WNBA in Canada.
1: It's crazy because I remember when Kathy Engelbert first came in, how she had talked about wanting to expand the game, not just in the United States, but globally. And Mm -hmm. I was curious when Canada was going to enter that conversation as well, given the success that Toronto has had with its NBA team, which I don't know, Howard, if you knew this before, but Toronto, there is like this uh, men's
0: basketball league. The the NBA, I think they call it, right? Yeah. Yeah, We'll talk about that a little later on. There's, um, there's apparently some podcasts in the Locked On network to handle that too. So yeah, oh, fast, but yeah, but for think. them, Go yeah, a little I'm
1: going But one of the things that Kathy was talking about was how the the league was planning on doing this of March of 2020 before, and then you know the global pandemic happened, and that yeah, exactly. Much more than next. And you know, it took the league a while to get to this point where. Again, three years later, they're able to send the sky and links to Canada for a preseason game that's gonna happen on May thirteenth at the Raptors Arena. I don't have that off the top of my head. I think it's like Scotiabank Arena and XTrips.com because we have it in there. Absolutely. Thanks to you. And I think this is a really exciting time, though, for the WNBA. I mean, I don't think they would have done this if this wasn't financially viable for them. Um, It is important to grow the audience. Mm -hmm. And and Kathy said yesterday she was told that there is an estimated five million WNBA fans in Canada, which I thought was a pretty interesting figure. So it's going to be interesting to see how much the Canadian fan base shows up in Toronto, given how big the country is.
0: I I mean, maybe there's no easy answer to this, but is the fact that the Sky and the Lynch especially are further north, like, does that play a part in it? Are we thinking that geographically those particular teams might have a greater following in Canada? That's an interesting point that wasn't mentioned during the press conference yesterday,
1: but these two teams were originally going to be in the exhibition of 2020. So I believe that Mm -hmm. since they were scheduled already back then, that, They wanted to make sure that they could fulfill that opportunity they provided them in, uh, in 2020. But I'm assuming that the proximity has a decent amount to do with it. I know on my podcast, a lot of our view, like our listenership actually comes from Canada. So Mm -hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if proximity did play a role in the decision to send those two teams to Toronto.
0: It is a fascinating thing, the WNBA in Canada. And, you know, when expansion is discussed, it is based around the idea of market. And a lot of the time, there is, a, I think, an ignoring of the fact that you need the right ownership group to come in. You need to have somebody who's willing to invest long term, and you need to have a place to play. Um, in the conversation with Kathy, is there any sort of conversation about whether the routes that are here can lead to that expansion. And in those ways. Absolutely. Kathy actually mentioned that
1: Toronto is among the cities that are on the narrowed list. That's the term mm-hmm. she used that could be involved in a potential team being placed. Whenever that, whenever Lee expansion happens, um, Kathy did mention that Toronto is on the narrowed list for those candidates. So Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that they're going to monitor during this event is going to be how people interact during the events that will lead up to the actual preseason game on May 13th and the viewership, of course, the player experience. Those are the main three things that she brought up in terms of, you know, when she was asked what would be a successful showing for you in Canada. I mean, she mentioned those three things and that, I mean, I can't imagine those three things not being the most important. When we discuss a potential team
0: in Canada and how complicated travel gets with that, it's, it's fascinating. And again, it goes back to the conversation that you had. It's data driven. You know, Kathy Andelbert's WNBA is clearly very data driven. I wonder, I don't know if she uh, provided specific benchmarks, but in your mind, what does success look like? In those numbers, you know, given what we know about WNBA audience and, uh, you know, what like if, if, if you were Kathy, what would you be hoping those numbers look like? What would be your benchmarks? I would have
1: to see the data that they already have among the other teams sure. to make kind of like a firm answer on that. But I, I think you can also just kind of get a feel for what the environment's going to be like when they go to Toronto. I mean, you can just see how the fans react when they see. I mean if Candace Parker re-signs with the sky, like having an icon like that, someone who's a celebrity even outside of basketball come in and just show what her influence is both on and off the court. I mean, that's something that you can just feel in that environment. So in ter- I don't, I'm not sure what the numbers would look like, but I think that you can kind of get an idea just to based on how, and this is the feel that I got with the all-star game, like mm-hmm. in Chicago this past year. It's like you can tell when it's a successful event and – when it isn't and i'll be curious to see what those viewership
0: numbers are as they continue to rise in canada i mean it's a preseason game it's hard to do apples to apples with anything like a playoff game you know it's i i don't know the answer either i think it's really interesting to consider uh in terms of so look i'm from new jersey where everything is two hours or less away from each other how long is it to fly or to drive from chicago to toronto chicago to toronto
1: you know uh (laughs) <laughs> throwing me for a loop there. You know, I, uh, it's easier for me. Cause I can fly Howard. Cool. Uh, I, I've got wings. So you ah! sure mere morals will uh, have to deal with these days, but in terms of the flight, right. I mean, that's a pretty right. easy trip. I feel like from, yeah. uh, you know, Chicago to Toronto. Um, I mean, that's gotta be less
0: than four hours. If I had to guess. I would think so. It's gonna be fascinating to see. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. No question about it. And I guess the place, that I'd love to finish up on this is that conversation writ large about expansion. Expansion's been pushed back over this period of time, right? And I guess what I'm wondering from you is, did it sound more like expansion sooner than what we've been hearing later? Uh, Which is to say over the past few months, we've gone from expansion we hope by the end of 2022 to expansion definitely not and no real timetable on it. i'm just wondering what the feel was like in that conversation with kathy
1: i think that the timeline wasn't really discussed as much again the small group of reporters on a zoom call but she did talk about wanting to continue this momentum towards international play i don't think this is going to be the last game we see outside of American soil, um, that the WNBA is going to play. She mentioned Latin America as mm-hmm. some place that the WNBA could potentially have a game. Uh, they, they've had a game in Mexico City before. They went to Manchester t- to play. I think I believe I forget exactly what the team. It's a long name.
0: Maybe eleven. <laughs> they played back there. So it's been a while since yeah. W has expanded their footprint in this way. That was a really interesting point. I thought.
1: Yeah, you know, I, and I think it's important for them. Like, while I do believe that the I've seen a few people react to saying, like, we need to be focusing on what's happening here and growing the WNBA, like the fan experience needs to improve still. I think that's true, but I think you can tackle both things at once. I mean, it's not like Canada, like having a game in Canada is really going to stop the progress of the WNBA in the United
0: States. So when I kind of that- like the, the trajectory of this quite a yeah. bit. agree with you. So we're going to get into segment two, talking about Courtney Vandersloot and what the potential of Vandersloot leaving might mean for the balance of power with the shine of the WNBA. But first, I want to tell you about Rocket Money, which does something really helpful. It helps you save money that you're not looking to spend yourself. Rocket Money is formerly known as Truebill. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Like that streaming service you bought to watch just one show on, or that free trial you never even used. I mean, you guys, you should make sure you're taking care of this and redirecting that to a paid subscription to the next. Make sure you're actually growing women's basketball coverage instead. Well, Rocket Money's here to help. They'll identify your subscriptions. And then all you have to do is press a cancel button. You're not on a long wait time. You're not trying to get through an email tree. Rocket Money does it for you. So stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash NBA. That's rocketmoney.com slash locked NBA. Excuse me, James. It's rocketmoney.com slash locked NBA. Wow. <laughs> oh, you know what? Oh, so sorry. I forgot. Rocketmoney.com slash locked on NBA. Well, Courtney Vandersloot, there was a report out there by, I'm just going to look. Uh, me that there's mutual interest between Courtney Vander Sloot and the New York Liberty, very preliminary, of course. Uh, but the idea that Courtney Vander Sloot might potentially be going elsewhere, specifically to New York, is a fascinating one to me. And I want to get into what it means for, because uh, you're not just our Canadian correspondent, you also cover the sky for us. <laughs> and so just in terms of like what it means for Chicago, uh, nothing finished, of course. The, the report of mutual interest is just, you know, a preliminary thing. But the idea of the sky without Courtney VanderSloot, you've talked about the potential in your excellent uh, team free agency preview, but does it feel realer when you hear about things like that? And I guess first and foremost, like how you think the fan base took that particular report yesterday? the fan base was not particularly happy with that one Howard I'm
1: not gonna lie but they went into panic and I kind of understand that because you know Courtney VanderSloot when it's all said and done could be looked at as the greatest facilitator in WNBA history and when you lose a player like that you really can't recoup the value of that player whether it's through free agency or Honestly, even going the trade route, I think Courtney is the best point guard in the league. So when you lose a player like that, potentially, it's going to hurt your franchise. And to me, though, Howard, I feel like this really is going to help Courtney negotiate with the Chicago Sky. Like, I wouldn't be necessarily all doom and gloom if I'm a Chicago Sky fan, because one, she she just signed with the team in Turkey, and that already is going to give her a little bit of leverage with the Chicago sky being like you know what i don't have to come over this summer i could take summer off spend it in deerfield with my wife and make as mo- make the amount of money i make overseas and it not be too much of a dent in my wallet and then okay well, that's already just a little bit of leverage you add on having mutual interest in joining a team like the liberty who even if they don't get Brianna Stewart in free agency, which I know that you and Jackie talked about yesterday, yeah. which would be fascinating. Would. That team of just Sabrina Inescu, Courtney Vander John Quell Jones, Kayla Thornton, Benajel Laney, Marine mm-hmm. Johannes. I mean, that right there is a team that can contend. I mean, I'm, I'm already missing other, some names out there as well. I mean, Steph Dolson. I mean, mm-hmm. that is a that's team true. that's
0: pretty it's easier to overlook Han because she's so short, but you know, <laughs> the, the reality of that team is fascinating, even if you add a Vandersloot potentially. Um, but you mentioned you mentioned her wife. Um and I just I just wonder if in a scenario where Vandersloot decides to go to a new town, I know Allie Quidley has talked about hanging it up. Uh, she was to my mind and you got to see her live. She could speak to this better than I can. Um, you know, very much a deadly shooter by the time the playoffs rolled around, you know, how much does Ali specifically want a WNBA title? I guess is maybe the question that I wonder. And what do you think?
1: You know, I think that those two, when I, and by those two, I mean, Courtney and Ali, they're so competitive. They want to win so bad. I do. I don't really have a firm feel on what Allie is leaning towards in terms of mm-hmm. retirement, but I do kind of feel like she has achieved everything that she needs to achieve in your WNBA career. I mean, given where she started that in 2008 to becoming a two time, you know, a six woman of the year, three time All Star, four time three point contest champion, and more importantly, a WNBA champion. And oh. she brought that back to, the team where in you know that plays in the state that she grew up in in Joliet. so I don't necessarily think. I mean, it would be a nice icing on the cake to be able to have another championship under your belt. But the season's going to be longer. It's going to be forty games this year. She takes so much, like she just gets. Like they play her so physically off the ball, and to go th- again to have to do that, be conditioned to run all over the place for 25, 30 minutes a game. It's just, I'd be surprised if Allie Quigley returned, but she is playing. I think that she is going to be playing overseas, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So maybe that changes some things, but I kind of think Courtney is going to be looking at this WNBA landscape from what's best for her career. If I had to, you know, if I had to put a prediction on it. It it
0: makes sense. And And it's so hard to know. I mean, listen, if she came to New York, she has the chance to talk to Jackie Powell on a regular basis, which is a big benefit, you know, in in, in my view. Uh, but I understand there are other considerations uh, as well. You wrote a terrific piece about Dana Evans a few weeks ago. And I know that in a scenario in which Courtney VanderSloot were to leave, there would be the potential for Chicago to use Dana more. Um, do you see it as an Do you see Dana as ready in that scenario to be able to pick up and be part of, let us say, a version of events where Candace Parker returns and the Sky are very much in a win now mode as a result of that? Does she seem ready uh, to you to assume that mantle? I know that Dana thinks that she's ready. And that to
1: me is going to be the most important thing, knowing that you're going into a situation this year where a lot is up in the air, but Dana's like we talked about in that story that I wrote for the next she's ready for that next step of her career she's preparing for that next step for her career to be someone that can contribute on a nightly basis and I do think if Courtney leaves we're not again we're talking about someone who is the best point guard in the league someone who is what top five in assist points created last year Mm -hmm. Sabrina by the way being like second in that um I think that Dana, like you kind of would have to like reinvent the offense a little bit and kind of play to your strengths and the, the players that you have on the roster. We saw this guy do that when Emma Mieseman came in mm-hmm. and they were successful. So honestly, that's going to be up to James Wade to see at the end of WNBA free agency, when all the pieces are put together, what kind of system can I run? What makes sense given the pieces that I have on the roster and I wouldn't be shocked if Dana was a big part of that next season.
0: It, it, it would be a fascinating thing to see. Um, i eager to talk overall what we think Courtney elsewhere might mean. And we'll get into that in uh, a, a segment three here at the end. I do first want to talk to you guys about Bet Online. And betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting info stats news and analysis you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and world cup we've got it all at betonline.net and again basketball right wnba and nba women's college basketball and men's college basketball world cup men's world cup women's world cup it's coming this summer it's all going to be there at BetOnline.net, which is fundamental to finding equality in this sports space. Now, if you love sports podcasts, and obviously you do, because here you are, you're with us, you can <laughs> even find those at Bet Online as well. They're always fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. So head to the website today or your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Courtney VanderSloot, maybe the best point guard in the history of the league. I You said that up top. I think mm-hmm. there's a real good argument for it. So just we're going sort of a lightning round. Let's do it. Courtney VanderSloot stays in Chicago. Candace Parker leaves. Are they a championship contender next year?
1: I would swear. Yes, given the – yeah, I'll just say that,
0: yes. Okay, I'm just giving you the two conditionals. We're not even – it's Azrae, you know, all of that. We're not even doing that. Okay, all right. If the Seattle Storm add Courtney Vandersloot and keep Brianna Stewart, are they a championship contender? Yes. If the Seattle Storm keep – oh, excuse me, add Courtney Vandersloot, don't keep Brianna Stewart, but sign Bree Jones in her place, are they a championship contender? No. If the New York Liberty add Courtney Vandersloot to the group they already have assembled, but not Brianna Stewart, are they a championship contender? Yeah. If they add Courtney Vandersloot and Brianna Stewart to the group already assembled, are they the favorite over Las Vegas? No. It's still Vegas. Is that because of continuity? I
1: will never say a newly constructed team is the favorite until I see at least 40 minutes on the floor together. We've been burned too many times in sports history on that one. So I'll give it to the aces. They've got four all-stars.
0: It is very wise. Yeah, no, I've heard good things about the aces, that up and coming team. (laughs) Um, If you don't follow him at James underscore M underscore K A Y, examine your life choices. It doesn't make sense. James K does great work at the next Does great work. Lots of places. Uh, James, always great to have you on the podcast and sure appreciate your insight on all of it.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Howard. This is always a blast.
0: Come tomorrow, we have Ari Graham, uh, the great Dallas Winds Beat reporter. She and I are going to argue about the Dallas Winds for 20 minutes, which is something that I always enjoy. Uh, thank you for making us your first listen every day. Your second listen, and I, I, James hinted at this before, but uh, over at Lockdown, we have something called game to game nba so it's every moment every top performance every result across that um newly created men's league locked on game to game covers every game across the nba with local analysis that only locked on can deliver uh james i can't help but notice you have a hat that i think indicates uh some familiarity with the chicago nba team is that true
1: Oh, I'm just passionate about the animal, the Bulls. So, I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> I guess I guess it turns out they're an NBA team too.
0: I, I would imagine. That, I mean, we joked, but like in a great basketball city like Chicago, the NBA team must be a force. They must have won a ton of championships since 1998,
1: right? <laughs> oh, coming from a Knicks fan now, that's uh, oh, I
0: think you can say. Oh yes. Oh, yes, New York is no better. It's true. <laughs> well, listen, follow Game to Game on Locked on NBA. Hear about the failing Knicks, the failing Bulls, and the teams that do it right, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Well, James, thank you. To our listeners, thank you. Until tomorrow, I'm Howard Meddahl, wishing you a wonderful Wednesday. Ogumbo wall for the win.